Hello, and welcome to CineDrunk, the podcast where we're drunk on cinema and alcohol, brought to you by Cinemunch.com. I'm your host, Matt, joined by Nathan. Hey, hey. And Elizabeth. Hello. Welcome. So we are here with our second annual Oscar predictions, the night where we (laughs) predict the night of nights. And the sound you just heard was all of the different categories have been written on a slip of paper and put into a bowl and will be drawn at random. Um, So we'll do that to go category by category and predict what we think will win. And also, because we know better than most Oscar voters, share what we believe should win when and when we are actually in charge of the Oscars. Correct. Yes. It's Cheryl just... Boone Isaacs, watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> what are we what are we sipping on? Um well, we're we're sipping on a drink called Das Fraulein. Mm. Which is yeah. yeah, which is a German drink. Mm. Um it really reminds me of the days when my Fraulein used to take care of me. <laughs> Make me close out of curtains, <laughs> jump and skip through the hills with me, sing songs. I actually are see you a as few... a Kurt. You're very. Those are a few I'm of your favorite Aryan. things. Quite Kurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the Das Fraulein is gin and lemon juice with just a touch of lavender, mm-hmm. and that really brings home the scent. I mean, it's a really a memory-driven drink for me i don't know about your homes growing up fellow podcasters <laughs> but but we always had a fro line i mean we went through them quickly but right well because you would pull mean pranks on yeah i would like time. put mouse mice's my <laughs> i would put mice in her drawers or bloomers right stuff like that frogs on her seat yeah oh, no. yeah but uh, yeah, they could always do a good like goat puppet show, though. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Each, yeah, each one had that talent. It's more of a marionette. Show. Yeah, I, I, you're right. But uh, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> it's appropriate though because I Michael Fassbender is nominee this year, and I think he looks like a young Christopher Plummer. So oh, it all comes go. full circle. Somehow. Somebody draw our first category. I think I will. I think you deserve it after that monologue. Um, oh, we're starting with Best Director. A big That's a biggie. Yeah. Nominees include Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu for The Revenant, Tom McCarthy for Spotlight, Adam McKay for The Big Short, George Miller, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road, and Lenny Abrahamson for, for Room. Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, unfortunately, at this point, I think it's fucking... Inyaritu. Inyaritu. Thank you. No one can say that name right, which is ridiculous. Well, I can say his name right, but he's a piece of Because it's a double R, too. (laughs) (laughs) He does good work sometimes, but this is not... Okay, so we we agree. I I think we agree that Inyaritu is Will, is the Will win. Yeah, so clearly we're gonna help you fill out your Oscar ballots, so you can win your office pool. So you're gonna check Inyaritu. 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 But you are not going to like it. Nope. No, you're gonna feel bad about it. Because you're gonna know deep down in your heart that this is George Miller's award. Yeah. It should have his name carved on that Oscar. Yeah. Witness me, George Miller. It should be yours. That's my opinion, at least. That's my opinion, too. I don't have anything to add, even. Yep, no. I think we're all in agreement. In Yaritu. In Yaritu. Will, will win. Miller George should. Miller should win. Next category is another big one. Best film editing. Ooh. This one. Nominees include. The nominees are Hank Corwin for The Big Short. Margaret Sixel for Mad Max Fury Road. Stephen Mirioni for The Revenant, uh, Tom McArdle for Spotlight, and Marianne Brandon, and Mary something, I don't know, I see an ellipsis, another lady for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, Sorry your name got cut off. You're reading off of something? You don't have these memorized? I don't. 
Ugh. I don't even feel bad about it. No. The illusion is broken. Das Fräulein prevents me from memorizing them all. Uh, well, I think Margaret Sixel is going to win for Mad Max Fury Road. I, I really hope so. Um, yeah, I mean, she edited the crap out of that movie. Yeah. So that it's all gold. Yeah. Um, and I think people will really respond to that. It reminds me, of, even if the film isn't going to go all the way in the upper categories, uh, editing can sometimes go to, you know, like the Born Ultimatum, the Matrix, right. things that are clearly technical achievements. Um, right. Otherwise, I think actually the big short is the spoiler rather than the revenant. I think so too. Just because its editing is very obvious. I think so too. I agree. Um, you know, my if you look at the the eddies, the ace eddies, which mm-hmm. is the cinema, or cinematographer, <laughs> that would be weird, which is the editing branches, um, guild awards, both the Big Short and Mad Max Fury Road won because Big Short was nominated in a category in the comedy category. Right. Um, but I believe Mad Max Fury Road and The Revenant were in the same category, correct? They were. So mm-hmm. Mad Max won there, which gives me hope that it at least would beat The Revenant. I agree that the spoiler. I mean, it just won the BAFTA as well. Yeah, I think the story. I think it's a great story. I, I think, think the fact it did yeah, win right. the BAFTA. You know, I think it's going to be the consolation prize is that George Miller's wife is Margaret Sixel and she'll be able to get up there and be sort of representative of that husband-wife team. I think that's the biggest, most high-profile award of the evening, unfortunately, that Mad Max will win. I hope so. I disagree. I think that The Revenant will be the spoiler. I think that Mr. Stephen Mirioni will win. Um, But I agree with I think the consensus here that Margaret Sixel should win. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. She's one hundred percent my vote. But good for a spotlight for getting they're that all, nomination. As much as I might not like the Revenant and I liked it fine. I think they're all five really well edited. So it's a Yeah. Yeah. The it's a stacked well category. Edited. Um what what do we got next? Best documentary short subject. Oh goodness. This one is... This is a real barn burner. This is going to make or break your... Uh, your, your office pool. Office pool. And I, unfortunately, we won't be of much help as... Nathan and I have seen the live action shorts. We've all seen the animated shorts. But we haven't seen a single one of the documentary shorts. But nope. the nominees are Body Team 12, Chow Beyond the Lines, Claude Landsman, uh, Specters of the Shoah, A Girl in the River, and Last Day of Freedom. A girl in the river, I know, has more to the title, but I don't, I don't remember it. That's fair. Fair enough. Um, it's hard. I think it's down to the first three that I, I listed: Body Team Twelve, Chow Beyond the Lines, and Claude Landsman. Dot dot dot. I think I'm going to predict Body Team Twelve takes this. I'm predicting Body Team Twelve because it's the only one that I've heard any thing that could be called buzz about mm-hmm. and ebola is well it's it has to do with the fighting ebola in west africa i believe yes and that seems like the timing is right to award a picture and it's executive produced by olivia wilde so if she's got Who friends used to be a customer of mine that's true yes it also seems like it's sort of a heroic story. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be different, because who cares? It's a documentary short. You should probably go with Body Team 12. That's the ones being predicted. But I'm not. I'm going to go and say Chow Beyond the Lines, because mm-hmm. I think that shorts are where they sometimes like to award weird little artistic things. Like yeah. I feel like they, they a lot of times save documentary feature to be the like political statement or the... Oh, last year, the Suicide Hotline one for short documentary That's short. true. Yeah. So what do I know? <laughs> but yeah, Beyond the Lines, <clears throat> oh, there goes my voice, Yeah. Uh, is about like a artist. handicapped artist yeah. you know, due to Agent Orange and whatnot. Mm. So it's a little bit more of a feel-good art, artist, human triumph. Yep. So that's what I'm going to predict, just to throw something different out. I don't think any of us have opinions since we nope. haven't seen it. It'll probably be one we didn't yeah. mention. 
So, moving on to the next category, Best Adapted Screenplay. Ooh. So, this is screenplay that's been adapted from a previous <laughs> work of something or other. Yeah, don't think. <laughs> that's true. Or based on characters that previously exist. Yeah, there are these weird rules that... Right, like that gets before midnight and before sunset. And, right. Well, Anyhow, one, what are our nominees? A, this one is a tough category, actually, and maybe my favorite category. So the nominees are The Big Short, um, with a screenplay by Charles, somebody, and Adam McKay. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooklyn by Nick Hornby. Carol by Phyllis Nash. Nage. 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 Oh, sure. Nash. Yeah. Nash. Something like that. Something like that. The Martian by Drew Goddard and Room by Emma Donahue. So this is a good a, it's a good, good category. Category. Um, I think predictive wise, I think it's gonna be the big short. Yeah, me too. Even if it doesn't come through in Best Picture, I think it definitely takes adapted screenplay. And it's a great place to award Adam McKay for his sort of breakthrough with this film since he will win I think it's going to be Carol because people will feel a little bit uneasy, not uneasy but maybe a little bit guilty for not getting it into best picture Mm -hmm. contention and um, yeah, I'm also just trying to be different right I mean, I'm also would not be mad. I mean, if I have to do my own choice, this is a really hard one to vote. It in. really is. And actually, the only one I would eliminate, not because it was bad, but just because I preferred the other four movies as a whole and the other four screenplays, is The Big Short, Same. which is the one. Yep. I think ultimately, I probably go Brooklyn. I'd probably go Carol. I could go Room. Nice. I like all of those, and I, I love the Martian adaptation yeah. too. So it's a good category, but you want to win that poll check off the big short in adapted screenplay what is our next category uh, or did you pick that yeah. dun, 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 dun. best live action short film Ooh, which you guys just saw we did see all five and in fact if you listen to our top 10 podcast one of these made nathan's top 10 of the it year it did so the nominees for short film live action are ave maria by Basil Khalil and Eric something. Day One by Henry Hughes. Everything Will Be Okay by ba- Patrick Volrath. Shock by Jamie Donahue. And Stutter by Benjamin Cleary and Serena. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Um, and pre- now that we've seen them, I think oh, it wow. makes it even harder. And predictions hard. for this, just around the web from other prognosticators, are all over the place. I am. I think I'm gonna predict Stutterer, just because of those five, it stands out because it's a little more uplifting. It's less. Uh, it's hard. So the one that made Nathan's top ten, everything will be okay. I think is fantastic, but I don't think it will win. I think if not Stutterer, Shock, S H O K, which I think stands for friend in whatever language that that was. I think that's just as likely a winner. And I've seen a lot of predictors predicting Ave Maria, which I think was by far the least successful of the five. So I hope that doesn't come to pass. I could see it happening. I know. Fair enough. Ave Maria is my predicted one, but only because I have not seen them, and that is the one that had the most predictions. Fair enough. It's a good premise. I have no idea what it is. I think because I'm so confused, I'm just going to go with my choice. Everything will be okay. Because everything will be because okay. Every, because everything will be okay. And then it'll be a good victory. Yeah. That's yeah. clearly what you would vote for. Yeah. yeah. I probably would too. Or Stutterer. I really did like Stutterer a lot too. Great. And I don't know because I haven't seen any of them. Fair so enough. I'll go get stuffed. <laughs> Our next category is... Best original score, another category I like a lot. For sure. Nominees include Thomas Newman for Bridge of Spies, and this is his like 13th nomination or something crazy, and he's never won. Carter Burwell for Carol, his first nomination. Shocking. Ennio Morricone for The Hateful Eight. 
Johan Johansson for Sicario and somebody named John Williams for a little movie called Star Wars Who? The Force Awakens. Who? Yeah, or it could be jo- Joan. 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 Johan. 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 <laughs> Willie, Williams. 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 <laughs> it's like Inyaritu. Williams. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, I think it's Morricone's to lose. I, think I agree. If you want to yeah. win your Oscar bet, vote for Ennio Morricone. Yep, I agree. I will third that. My pick would definitely be Johan Johansson for Sicario because his score had me on pins and needles. P N N. It would be really hard for me between Johan Johansson and Carter Burwell. Yeah, me too. But I think I would ultimately vote for Carter Burwell for Carol. Yeah, I, I I'm having a hard time choosing between those two because I loved both of those scores I think ultimately just because Johan Johansson seems to be sort of new to the least prestige game with now back to back Oscar nominations that Mm -hmm. I would give it to Carter Burwell if we can give actors the career awards then I would definitely give Carter Burwell for all of his many many amazing scores that he was never even nominated for but that's a tough one. Tis. So the next category is best animated short film. All right, good. We're getting just, the short films out of the way. Yeah, we, we just, saw. just saw the animated shorts. Um, so we have Bear Story by Gabriel Osorio and someone else. <laughs> a prologue by Richard Williams. Uh, Sanjay's Super Team by Sanjay Patel. World of Tomorrow by Don Hertzfeld, and We Can't Live Without, Without the Cosmos, which is by Konstantin Bronzit. That was supposed to be in a Russian accent, but it was not successful. Well, no, because you're mixing it with your Das, das Fraulein. Fraulein. Yeah. I think Sanjay Super Team is going to take it. I think Pixar has actually only won this twice, maybe three times, this yeah. category. Um but I feel like now that the entire membership votes on every category, yeah, that one's just the most high profile. It played in front of the Good Dinosaur, which I guess not many people even saw that. But it's also just the most accessible of the. Yeah, it's beautiful animation. It's, it's also short. Yeah, it's short. It's uplifting. It's diverse, mm. which helps. Yeah. And actually sort of a sly commentary on, like, the current, like, superhero trend where it's always, like, a white male, which it's, the premise is, like, a little boy who's watching an American cartoon with a, like, white blonde leader of a superhero team. Yeah. And then his, like, changing and making Sanjay Super Team being the, um... Like Hindu... Like Hindu gods. Gods and goddesses, yeah. Um, Yeah. I could not disagree more. Which what you think will win? Yeah, with what I think. <laughs> no, I love Sanjay's super team. Um, no, I could disagree a lot more. But I think by a narrow margin, I'm going to go for World of Tomorrow with my prediction. I think it could. That, I think I that's think, a spoiler. Agreed. I think that um, in my mind, it's just as high profile just because... I mean, just because Sanjay's super team is Pixar doesn't necessarily mean that the short film itself has had any buzz around it. Um, And I think there's enough critical acclaim for World of Tomorrow, even though that doesn't line up with Oscar all the time, as we know, hardly ever. Um, I think it's enough. And it also stands out from the pack because it's just bizarre. And beautiful. And it's also my pick. Hilarious. Oh, yeah, that would be yep. my pick. It's my pick as well. World of Tomorrow would be my pick. I just also wonder, too, if that, like, especially for people who aren't big into animation, if they actually watch them, if they're like, but this animation doesn't it's look like impressive. Stick figures. Right. It's like a great story and it's yeah. well done. That's a It's also if... the longest. It's 17 minutes. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we know. Probably a good majority of Oscar voters don't even vote in these categories. They probably right. just leave them blank. Right. But watch us be wrong and it be prologue. Oh, but I think for sure it's not going to be Bleeding testicles and all. <laughs> and that's all <laughs> I'm going to say about that. 
Next, we have best cinematography. Mmm. I mean, do we even need to read the? <laughs> we do. The nominees, because I feel like we know. Well, we should read the nominees. The, <laughs> the nominees are Carol, Ed Lockman, The Hateful Eight, Robert Richardson, Mad Max Fury Road, John Seal, The Revenant, Emmanuel Lubezki, and Sicario, Roger Deakins. I think Chivo, Emmanuel Lubezki, takes it. Yep. Making it three in a row. In this category. Yeah, I agree. It's Chivo's to lose if you want to win that Oscar pool. Yep. By the way, that's Emmanuel Lubezki. We're all just lazy, so we call him Chivo, only though, even though only his like good friends who work with him get to call him that, so we all sound like assholes. Well, he's recording this podcast right now, so <laughs> we're, we're good friends with him. Yes. <laughs> Old Chivo. My pick... Ooh. Yeah, this is yeah, another this is stacked great, category. This is a great category. And I can't deny that... The cinematography of The Revenant is gorgeous. Oh, no. that's If it had just been his cinematography and the score, I would have been happy as a clam. <laughs> I do think Sicario is my pick. Regardless, I mean, Mad Max Fury Road is a very close second for me. But Sicario is my pick. And then you got that Carol, which is so gorgeous, too. Yeah. I, yeah, it's between those two for me, Carol and Sicario, with Mad Max right there. Um, but I think I'd also do Sicario. I think I would ultimately do Sicario just for that um, uh, night night vision scene. Yeah. It's impressive. When they go down in the tunnels. But a great category. It is. It's good when you have all five nominees don't make you rage and like stab your eye out. True, true, true. So that's good. Ooh, this one's my favorite. I mean, it's not really. It's a pretty shitty category actually, but it has my favorite nominee this year. Best original song. Oh. Slash Elizabeth's favorite song. The nominees include Earned It from Fifty Shades of Grey. Best Oscar-nominated song to bone to. Yes. <laughs> Manta Ray from Racing Extinction. Simple song number three from Youth. Tell It Happens to You from The Hunting Ground. And Writings on the Wall from Spectre. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to stick with the front runner, which is Tell It Happens to You the song from The Hunting Ground, um, written by Lady Gaga and Diane Warren. This is Diane Warren, I think her eighth nomination, and she's never won, so I think that sort of adds to it. I also think it's kind of a weak category, and so that will help it, but I, if there's a, oh god, I would hope Earned It is a spoiler. That would definitely be my pick, but I unfortunately think the song from Spectre, the Sam Smith Pretty bland James Bond theme writing. Writings on the wall is the spoiler. I'm going to go ahead and predict earned it, even though that's probably not correct. But I also think that playing in its favor is that in a year of so much Oscar, so white talk, I think that this could be a chance that Academy of voters are like, yes. Sort of like they did with Glory last year. Yeah. Um, and if Glory was the moving one last year in a weak field, then this one is the like sexy one that stands out in a weak field of like you didn't find manta ray particularly sexy not particularly <laughs> i think i predict till it happens to you as well um for the lady gaga of it all don't watch the video just mm. i won't and i don't have a pick of my own because i just don't i'm not familiar enough with the songs fair enough fair enough so the next category is Best Animated Feature. This is regular length feature, <laughs> feature film. Regular old length <laughs> animated film. It's not one of those. Well, not one of those shorts. Um, the nominees for Best Animated Feature. Yes, it's Animal Lisa, uh, Charlie Kaufman, uh, Boy and the World by Ale Abreu. Abreu? I don't know. Uh, Inside Out, uh, directed by Pete Docter. Sean the Sheep movie by the same team that does Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. And When Marnie Was There, which is the Studio Ghibli film from this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is easily Inside Out. 
Agreed. Yep. At this point, I can't even imagine a spoiler. No. I mean, mm-hmm. Annalisa, possibly, but I really don't think so. I think it's Inside Outs. To lose, and if I had a vote, I've only seen Inside Out and Shaun the Sheep movie, and Inside Out would get it. I have only seen Inside Out, but it would still get it, because I really liked that movie. It was my number 11 of the year. Same here. Not my number 11 of the year, but the only one I've seen, and I loved it. Worth it. Earned it. <laughs> Next, we have Best Actress in a Leading Role. Mm. Nominees. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Carol, Brie Larson for Room, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, Charlotte Rampling for 45 Years, and Shishi Ronan. Shishi Ronan for Brooklyn. I should just start going by Shishi. Shisha? That was Jenna Squaid called her. Yeah. I am going to predict Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. For a room, I think that's who you should predict if you're predicting any money down. Put it on Brie. Yeah, I, at this point, I don't even see really a dark horse. I think it's Brie, no. Brie, Brie. All the way. It's pretty much a lock at this point, which I'm totally fine with because she was great. Me too. It's a great category. I mean, take out Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Those other four are fantastic. If I had to vote, I'd be checking my box next to Charlotte Rampling for 45 years. I'd be but doing. It's, it's difficult. I'd be doing Sersha, but I mean, those four, Kate, Bree, Sersha, and Charlotte are like my top four. Yep. I would Female actually, and I just, I think I just changed right now. I would choose Bree. Awesome. I mean, great. based on the role, the, the degree of difficulty, I guess. Yeah. Fair. I'm definitely not going to be mad when she. No, wins. I'm going to be stoked. Especially because she's also then like super charming and. Delightful. Yeah, she's so. Easy to root for. Yep. Brie and Larson. Our next category. Ooh, this one's a real nail biter. Best actor. Oh. <laughs> Nominees include Does Brian Cranston matter? for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne, the Danish girl. Leo DiCaprio Why, is going uh, to win. Stinker of a category. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it is. And that only helps Leo's case. Yep. Yeah, Earlier today, I was playing Leo's Red Carpet Rampage or whatever it is. It's this great, like, two-bit game that's online. Redcarpetrampage.com. You are, like, Super Mario Brothers style trying to get Leo down the red carpet. Past, chasing after an Oscar. Right. Chasing after an Oscar that's just dangling in front of him. <laughs> You're racing against the other four nominees in this category as their characters. Lady Gaga pops up as, like, a... Something that's in your way. <laughs> paparazzi. There's bonus. Yeah, you have to jump icebergs. over paparazzi and icebergs and lasers and things like that. There's bonus rounds when you're like high on quaaludes and have to crawl to the car. <laughs> you have to act harder. Which, which is, is a brilliant little bit yeah. of animation. Write an acceptance speech. It's it's gold and it's impossible to win. Yep. So unlike Leo's unlike, Oscar, which is not going to be impossible, he's winning. We've all resigned our fact that if you clench your jaw hard enough, you can win an Oscar. So. <laughs> you too can win an Oscar. Polite golf uh, If you had a vote, I'm guessing you wouldn't be voting for Leo. Who would oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Michael Fassbender, easily. He was my, when we did our, our top 10 for our cinemanches, he was my number one. It's my favorite performance of the year. I would be voting for Matt Damon. Fair enough. I would vote for Michael Fassbender, but I wouldn't be, I mean, he was great. He was great. But he's the only one that I even liked. All right. Out of the five. I didn't see Brian Cranston. High praise. High praise. I think we can definitely say that we would, none of us would be voting for Eddie Redmayne. Nope. Yeah, no, he was beyond tragic. Yikes. Poor, so. poor Michael B. Jordan. And lots of people. I mean, lots of people, but... Yeah. You have to lose to that. So the next category is best makeup and hairstyling. Ooh, this is a good category. We have the hairstyling team, makeup and hairstyling team from Mad Max Fury Road, from The Revenant, and then from the The 100 year old man who climbed out the window and disappeared. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which, safe to say, none of us have have seen that film. No. And I don't think it's going to win. No. But I think this is a really close race, actually. 
unfortunately. And I'm curious to, to know if you think it's going to be Mad Max or The Revenant. My prediction is Mad Max. All right. My prediction is Mad Max. Well, that makes me want to predict The Revenant, but I think deep down my prediction is also Mad Max. Yeah. I think there's just more of it in Mad Max. And as opposed to sometimes, you know, like last year, Guardians of the Galaxy, right, was in that category. But it's it's always like a question between like how much is prosthetics, how much of it is like CG, how much of it. But Mad Max isn't that. Like it's very clearly practical yeah, makeup, makeup and... that I think will impress I don't know. The scars are pretty, pretty evident. Every all aspects of the and, Revenant are like super obvious. And to be fair, like that one, I wouldn't be like horrified if it won because his makeup job is well done. Tis. Everyone's chapped lips are super convincing. Although knowing <laughs> that cast and crew, they all just weren't allowed to use Carmex for two months or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Leo's I think we would all vote for Mad Max. Yeah, well. I think for most categories. In the tech, we would vote for Mad Max. Next category is Best Documentary Feature. Ooh. Which the the nominees are... Amy. uh, The documentary about Amy Winehouse, which made two of our top ten lists. Mm -hmm. Cartel Land. The Look of Silence. What Happened Miss Simone. And Winter on Fire, Ukraine's Fight for Freedom. Uh, I think Amy is the front runner, and I think it's going to win. Yes, agree. I think Amy will win as well. Uh, yeah, I do. And my personal choice is obvious: The Look of Silence. That was my number one movie of the of the year. Um, correct. It was my my vote would also be for Amy. Amy's going to win, and that's my vote. Um, our next. Me too. Category is best sound mixing. This would be the overall sound mix. Balance. So like, right, balancing the, the sound. The created sound and the dialogue and the score and all of that. Nominees are Bridge of Spies, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. And I don't know. I really don't. I think both sound categories come down to Mad Max or The Revenant, and although I think you never know when both when what one film is going to take both, or it's going to be yeah. two different films, and then I always get it wrong which one gets mixing and which one gets editing. Right. I also think Star Wars could be a spoiler here in this. Could one. be. Yeah. Um. Just because it's like a big movie with lots of sound and a lot of non-organic, like everyday. And the movie's stuff. pretty popular. What? Who? I think, I think a lot of people saw that one. Well, I'm predicting Mad Max. I think I, I think, am too. I think for mixing... This is where it wins. Yeah, I think I'm going to predict it for mixing. All right. It'd be my vote too. Yep. Mine too. Yep, yep, yep. That Fair enough. Great category. Twas. The next category is best costume design. Nice. This one is also a little, <clears throat> a little tricky. Um, and best costume designs. The nominees are Sandy Powell for Carol, who is competing against Sandy Powell <laughs> for Cinderella, um, Paco Delgado for The Danish Girl, uh, Jenny Beaven for Mad Max Fury Road, and Jacqueline West for The Revenant. Um, I think it's going to be Sandy Powell. I'm just not sure which movie. I think I'm going to choose Cinderella just because of all of these categories. This is just the most costume, which yeah. is what tends to win costume design is period and the most. We're thinking like Elizabeth the Golden Age right. and the young Victoria. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Like, so. I think this is one category where any of the five could win. Agreed. I really do. I've been predicting Cinderella since, you know, January. But uh, I'm going to change it to actually Mad Max Fury Road. It did win the BAFTA. 
Yeah, that might be where that confidence is coming from. And I don't, I don't predict Mad Max will like sweep the tech categories at all. I could see the Danish girl winning too. For some reason, I just don't think Carol can win. I would love for it to Well, win. I do think Carol could win. That's my pick. Great. Sandy Powell, only Carol instead of Cinderella. And I think, I think I'm just staying consistent with my, um, with my prediction that Carol will get some love for not having received a Best Picture nomination. Hope so. Um, yeah, I think what would be your personal picks? Carol. Fair enough. I don't know if I would, I don't actually know what I would pick. Mine would be Mad Max. I think mine would be Mad Max as well, but all very good. All right, moving on. What is our next category? Next is best foreign language film. So we have Embrace of the Serpent. From Colombia. From Colombia. Mustang from France. Son of Saul from Hungary, Phoebe from Jordan, and A War from Denmark. I think Son of Saul is going to take it. Yep. Me too. I've only seen two, but I would be voting for Mustang. I've only seen one, and I would vote for it. Son of Saul. (laughs) I've only seen one, but I certainly can't argue with that one. It's a... Very moving film, although I have a feeling I would probably vote Mustang if I had seen it, but that's just because I like ladies. But Son of Saul is safe for your, your Oscar pool. Yep. Uh, when you're voting, always go with the Holocaust movie. It's <laughs> usually, general, usually true. Generally a good advice. All right, our next category is Best Production Design. Mm, this another, is another tough one. Tough and good category. True. Nominees include Bridge of Spies, The Danish Girl, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, and The Revenant. I'm going to go first. I think <laughs> <laughs> for some reason it it's really clear to me, I saw it in a vision or something, that The Revenant <laughs> is going to win this because it seems bizarre to me that it's even nominated. Agreed. And that's my pick. Well, the production designer of that film, Jack Fisk, has never won, and he's married to Sissy Spacek. So. Oh, that's great, but That'd it's cute. No, my pick would be Mad Max Fury Road. I think we're probably all in that boat for what we would pick for personal vote. Personal, oh, yeah. yeah, personal yeah. vote. Personal yeah. vote is a hundred percent Mad Max. I think that's my prediction for winter. I keep that predicting Mad Max, but I, a lot of these are probably going to change once I'm actually like right. writing down my predictions and I see how I'm many gonna, I'm saying are Mad Max. I'm going to predict Mad Max on this too, but I feel like the caveat is that there's a chance that there's just a Revenant sweep, which is going to sure. be really that disheartening, and I'm debating on Oscar night, just checking the Revenant for everyone it's available for, just so that way when it doesn't win those particular categories, <laughs> I can feel like euphoric. Like I'm just going <laughs> to go into it resigned, so that way I have nowhere to go but up. That's that's a fair. Good, you know, that's it's a good my strategy. <laughs> I could see the Danish girl taking that too. My strategy is always worst case scenario first. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll move back from there. <laughs> okay, so moving on to best original screenplay. This is a screenplay that is, is original. original. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. What does that mean? <laughs> Unlike the previous screenplays, which were <laughs> adapted. <laughs> Um, we have Bridge of Spies, written by Matt Charmon and the, uh, um, Coens. Ex Machina, written by Alex Garland. Inside Out, written by Pete Docter and, um, Meg, Meg Lafavre. I think someone else too, maybe? Brett Favre. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there is someone else. Uh, Spotlight, written by Josh Singer and, um... Uh, Tom, McCarthy. Tom McCarthy and Straight Outta Compton written by three white dudes and a white lady which is really what's important about that true story that one uh, I believe Spotlight will win I believe it's locked and loaded and uh, I would definitely get my vote as well I agree with what Matt just said both yeah I think I would be I would have a really hard time voting between that and Ex Machina which we know I Love, love, loved, but uh, I think I would probably pick 
spotlight at the end of the day. Yeah, and the same thing with Adam McKay and Adapted Screenplay. This is a chance to award Tom McCarthy, who's also the nominated director for Spotlight. Yep. I think it's in. Next category we have is the other sound category, Best Sound Editing. Do you want to explain how this differs uh, so this from is sound like, you know, sound that's created for the film, like explosions and... Like the Foley artist stuff. and Right. Yeah. yeah. So, sound editing, we have Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Sicario, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, I think I'm going to predict The Revenant on this one, just because I think all of the like nature sounds mm. will push it ahead. But I, I honestly don't know. This one, I'm going to pre- predict what I assume is a minor spoiler. Maybe not, though. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lightsabers alone will make people nostalgic. Mm, that's a, I could definitely see it winning. Vote for them. I think it's a good, strong spoiler. Yeah. I, I keep saying Mad Max, and that's not going to take this many. But I'm going to say Mad Max Fury Road. And what would be... I actually think my personal vote for this would actually be Star Wars. Mine too. I'd stick with Mad Max. I mean, fair enough. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all good. Even The Revenant though. is good in this one. I think this just particularly a... like Kylo Ren's uh, lightsaber and the like, how it sounds different. Like there's the like crack. Like they did a great job. They sure did. Good job with sound, guys. It's a weird year where like... Um, a lot of the like main cat like best actor and actress and both screenplays are like clear right but a lot of these other ones not so much not so much no because overall while there have been like people sort of circling around a given performance not for much so much a given film true story uh our next category is best (laughs) the cats are really excited about this they're adding sound editing they are (laughs) best visual effects nominees are ex machina mad max fury road star wars the force awakens the martian and the revenant um i've been predicting it since before the nominees i'm going to stick with it star wars the force awakens i think i think that's what will win takes this it's definitely not a lock though and a lot of people are predicting the revenant just for that that bear. Which Judy will make me mad because they spend all the money on Judy the Bear and then the other CGI animals and that look like shit. They do. I mean there's lots of other CGI just aiding the look of the film. I know, but it's most like, of it is not good. It's fine, but yeah. What would be your I, vote for that? Kind yeah, of I predict Star Wars as well. And my personal vote I honestly I would vote for Ex Machina. So would I. I would too. I think it's seamless. It's just, yeah. And crucial. Right. Right. They they focused on everything they needed to focus no. on. Actually, I would go with Mad Max. Sorry. No, I mean, that would be... Because it's also... Visual effects is also practical effects work right. as well. And it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I would just get sick of voting for Mad Max because I would vote for it for right. most things. So. Right. And I would want to throw a bone to Ex Machina, especially if I chose... Spotlight for screenplay, I would want it to win something. Um, What is our next category? Our next category is Best Supporting Actress. By far the most exciting of the acting nominations, uh, as far as predicting, and then I think there's still some fluidity. Could be. Um, The nominees are Jennifer Jason Leigh for The Hateful Eight, Macaroni Mara for Carol... (laughs) Rachel McAdams, Spotlight, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. I think smart money is Alicia Vikander, but it is in no means by no means settled, I would say. I think it's pretty settled, unfortunately. That's fair. And I think she's maybe my least favorite in the category. Oh, but... 100%. If she had been nominated for Ex Machina, it would be a different story. That's true. But, but since yeah. she is nominated for the Danish Girl, it is by far my least favorite. It's also not a supporting, so everything not about it just... Yeah. I <clears throat> agree that Alicia Vikander is who you should vote for. 
in your office pool. Yeah. Likely to win. Uh, but if you, if there's a spoiler, I think it's Kate Winslet. Who I think would also get my vote. Me too. Only because Rooney Mara is a lead. Correct. Me. Yeah. And Rachel McAdams, I really loved, but I don't know that there's enough for me to vote for her over Winslet. Yep. Yep. I, I agree with everything you said. Rooney Mara would for sure get my vote, but only in Best Actress. Yeah. Fair enough. And I hope Kate Winslet take, especially because if Leo's going to win, I really want a Leo and Kate both get Oscars Titanic reunion. Yeah. It'd be just such a ratings and publicity coup. Well, it's also one of the few ways I can tolerate Leo DiCaprio. DiCaprio? DiCaprio? Whatever. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Either that or if he brings Maggie Smith as his date. Gorgeous. Uh, Next, we have the flip side of that, Best Supporting Actor. Yes, we have Christian Bale in The Big Short. Tom Hardy in The Revenant. Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight, Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone in Creed. I think Stallone takes it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Predicting Stallone. He also gets my vote. I don't like any of these, (laughs) but he gets my vote. I think uh, Mark Rylance would get my vote. It would not be Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he was fine. He was... Totally serviceable, but I, I. Fair enough. I think this could. I would vote for probably. Well, I wouldn't vote for Christian Bale because of that first scene. But I would vote for Hardy Rylance or Ruffalo over Stallone. Fair enough. Um, yeah, but smart money's on on Stallone. Yep. What's what's that one? Strangely, this is. This I'm shocked is a that came up last. That, uh, I think you probably definitely have in your Oscar pool. And Smart Money is on Nathan for this one. This is Best Kim Novak Impression. <laughs> a new category this year, I believe. And, I think and the Kim... winner is... Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> really? We're all, we're all nominated. Uh, no, we're on our last category, which is the biggest of them all. Uh, not Kim Novak Impression. Best it P. Is best... <laughs> the big P. Best Picture. Nominees are The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn... Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. And shockingly enough, this is one of the hardest to call. Yes. However. However, it's probably down to three. Big Short, The Revenant, and Spotlight. And friends, I have a feeling Oscar night will be a dark day for us all. I am with a heavy heart and an even heavier mind predicting the fucking revenant. I didn't realize it had that middle word in there. <laughs> I require you to write that in on your ballot. <laughs> the revenant colon the suffering. <laughs> Blood lost, the re- life found. <laughs> so. Well, I predict I still have hope in my life. Um, <laughs> I envy you that. I, so I pick Spotlight as my prediction. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I We all have different predictions. I'm going with the big short. That's so great. we have our bases covered. And That's whoever great. you trust most, go with them. But this... I mean, again, this is like my strategy, which is I'm going to predict The Revenant, be resigned to it, and then if literally anything else wins, even Bridge of Spies with its terrible ending <laughs> wins, I'll be relieved. So... Yeah, let's hope. But uh, where we would normally look, you know, in terms of precursor awards, to get a glimpse into how the night's gonna go, things are all over the place. The Big Short won the Producers Guild of America award, which I'm sticking by only because it has a same a similar number to the Academy in terms of number of voters, right. and they are the only ones that also use what the Academy uses to determine Best Picture, which is a preferential ballot. So instead of just voting for one movie and whatever movie has the most votes wins, you rank the films. Whichever film finishes eighth in that first round gets knocked out, and the voters that had that as number one, it goes to their number two, then gets their vote, and you keep going until it's down to two, and whichever one has more votes wins. Uh, And I think The Revenant is a little more divisive. 
Yeah, I mean, that's my one thing that's I'm holding hope. on to. I also think that Spotlight is something that will get a lot, a lot of number twos. Right, like it'll be high up, but not necessarily. That's why it needs to get enough number. There needs to yeah. be enough passion. I mean, if I were doing a ballot, it. it would probably be my number two. If I were filling out preferential. Fair enough. But yeah, and then The Revenant won the Director's Guild of America Award, which for Inyaritu, Inyaritu, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, winning two in a row that had never happened before with the Directors Guild and no director has ever directed two Best Picture winners back to back so if he wins that that makes some history and then Spotlight won the Screen Actors Guild Award so things are kind of all over the place and The Revenant Revenant also has it against it that it doesn't have a screenplay nomination, which I think hasn't happened since Titanic. Right, which was this huge undeniable beast Revenant is successful but it's no Titanic Right Um, but then there are like Spotlight, nothing usually wins if it only wins one other award. It doesn't usually win for Best Picture and for both the Big Short and particularly Spotlight. Most likely the only other award they'll pick up that night will be Screenplay. So they're all sorts of... Knocks for and against all of them. But just for fun, let's go through and do... If you had the preferential ballot, how would you rank them all? I would do, in this order, Spotlight number one. It was my number one film of the year and... I am just, I hope, Nathan, I hope you're right, because Me too. last Me year, too. my number one, Boyhood, was probably the number two finisher in the Best Picture race. The year before, Gravity was my number one, and it probably barely lost to 12 Years a Slave, so I'm hoping it can eke it out. You gotta win, but I'm not predicting it. Spotlight would be my number one, then Mad Max Fury Road would be my number two, Room would be third, Brooklyn fourth, The Martian fifth, The Big Short sixth, Bridge of Spies seventh. And even though I liked it fine, of these eight, a very distant eighth, The Revenant. Mine would be Mad Max first. That was my second favorite movie of the year. Uh, Spotlight would be second. Room would be third. Brooklyn would be fourth. The Big Short would be fifth. The Martian would be sixth. The Revenant would be seventh, and Bridge of Spies would be eighth. I don't know. Mine would be Mad Max one, Spotlight two, Brooklyn three, Room four, The Martian five, The Big Short six, Bridge of Spies seven, and I would not vote for The Revenant. I would <laughs> not leave put it off. It on, I would just leave it off my ballot altogether. That's a big f you. <laughs> yeah, to the fucking Revenant colon the <laughs> suffering. Oh, alas. <laughs> Meaning it will probably win. Probably. Again, resign to it. It's what I'm predicting, unfortunately, at this point. Also, Oscar tends to like hyper-masculine, if you look at, like, Braveheart and yeah. Dances with Wolves and other Unforgiven. Which, that's another stat. The Screen Actors Guild has only been around 20 years or so at this point, but no film, with the exception of Braveheart, has won Best Picture without being nominated for the SAG Ensemble Award, yeah. which The Revenant wasn't nominated. And this film is very Bravehearty, only with like weird Totes. Southern accents instead of Scottish accents. Fair enough. So it could happen. All so right. that's that's that. Uh, look for our Oscar menu, which will be posted, uh, so you know what we're munching and sipping on throughout the telecast. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, Nathan and I will also post our final final predictions, and if we had a ballot, who'd we? be voting for on the site so look for those uh and if you haven't listen to our top tens podcast to know what we really liked this year so we don't have to be so negative about things like the revenant on this <laughs> podcast uh and our second annual cinemunchies where we award other little little things but not uh best kim novak impression no. unfortunately happy oscar watching yes and we'll talk to you until next time, next time. adios bye-bye